Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Jorge D here in our Twitch chat has a good point. Why was JR's voice hoarse yesterday? And then all of a sudden it was totally fine. Usually when it's by the bad, end of the show, it got, it got hoarse again. Yeah, that was weird. Anyways, um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to review Raw here in a moment. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, of course, on the Twitch, we're going to be live for Impact Wrestling. And then this Saturday, uh, assuming uh, nothing else happens that I'm unaware sacrifice, of. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Impact Sacrifice Watch Along. Jay White's, Jay White's favorite Impact pay-per-view, yes. Did he say that? After after uh, he lost at Wrestle Kingdom, he had that promo in his press conference. We oh, slammed the table saying sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. He's big into it, yeah. And then isn't yeah. that the one that the Steiner math thing came into play? Wasn't it a sacrifice? The numbers don't lie. It's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Impact title is going to be on the line. I'm coming for that one. I want to be three title Steve or something. Anyways. Uh, let's talk about Raw. I was pleasantly Great. surprised that you came to the pre-show today and were and were praising Raw. I like whenever you like something. It was You're a I lot of it fun. Was, I thought for an episode of Raw, it's all relative. I thought it was great because I didn't feel like there's a whole lot of filler. Mm-hmm. Basically, I mean, you could quibble about a segment here or there, especially in the third hour. I felt like every segment had purpose. It served its purpose. There were some really good matches. Drew versus Sheamus was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was awesome. I think Raw suffers when they try to stuff too much into it. And I feel like a lot of time it's like we don't know what to put on Raw, so let's just put a bunch of stuff up there to fill the three hours. And, yeah. and this is an episode of Raw. It felt like okay, from the very beginning, the first thing we see is is Hurt Business walking to the uh, through the arena, and Bob Lashley given probably the best promo he has thus far during his current WWE run. I thought it was spectacular. Like, where was this? Where was this? And I'm not blaming Bob Lashley for this. Why wasn't Bob Lashley given material like this until now? You know what I like about Bob Lashley's last two? I mean, just the last couple of weeks. Today was a good example. There is... Uh, I, it, I get the feeling... I don't know, man. I'd love to know more. I'd love to know about exactly what role MVP has in all this. Because you got to figure. It's, it's probably up there, you know? Bob Lashley is allowed to both portray the badass that he is in character and the uh, the guy who has for 16 years cl- uh, uh, clawed and scratched his way to the point that he is now. You know, his first run in, oops, excuse me, his first run in WWE and, of course, uh, his time away from the WWE and now back. And then it's even then it's been a couple of years till he got mm-hmm. to this point. So the the level of sincerity of uh, of him being genuine, it's all very palpable. Like you, it's there, and and he's not afraid 
to be uh, to be that guy. It's, he's not afraid to expose his true feelings, but at the same time, I love that he's like, you know what? I, yeah, this rematch is happening tonight. I'm going to make an example out of Miz. I made an example out of him last week. And I'm going to make an example out of him again tonight. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's, yeah, it's a great. it's a breath of fresh air uh, compared to what we had with Drew, which I thought Drew was fine, but he had that. I mean, he was opening Raw basically uh for a year straight with his let me let me intro the show promos yeah and I, yeah that got pretty stale pretty fast and i don't know why they continued doing it other than drew is a good ambassador for the company he is and and he's great but to, to, to have your champion be essentially uh you know the greeter for raw week in and week out it's it, beyond it being formulaic like give let him because drew is capable of showing a ton of dimension mm-hmm. we've seen it yeah let him do that and not just be hey welcome everybody to monday night raw you know well dude i mean it's like it's like any character in wrestling if they're not given anything to do if your sole purpose is to go out there and greet people it's never going to be compelling i I mean maybe if it's la night it'll be great but if it's drew mcintyre i just you know oh welcome to raw yeah Oh, what happened last week? Oh, fiend. Yeah. You know, like if it's Otis, I'd be all about that. But like, yeah, it's never going to be interesting if there's not a sense of urgency. And too often there's not a sense of urgency, regardless of who it is. I mean, if they have Bobby Lashley be champion for a year and he's not involved in anything good, but they have him open the show. Guess what? It's going to be kind of boring. That's just how how it is. Yeah. 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 Anyways, this promo to open the show wasn't boring. It was great. Um, And we saw him do, you know, really good uh, promo work and impact when he was there. Um, we just haven't seen it. I don't think he's been given much to work with mm-hmm. since he's returned to WWE. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, just uh, the first two hours didn't feel like there's any fat to the episode, no filler. Mm-hmm. Um, third hour, the, the 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 pacing I thought got a little wonkier, more like your typical Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it wasn't boring. At least, yeah. Most of the segments served a very distinct purpose and did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's really all I asked for from a wrestling program. Just don't give me a whole lot of filler. Um, and and if you have a segment booked for the show, it's got to serve a purpose. And then when you execute that segment, execute it to fulfill its purpose. If you can let's, do that consistently over the course of three hours, I'm into Raw. That's pretty much what it takes. Let's talk about what is, it's still, I, I'm going to steal your your phrase, it's still too damn long. Um, that being said, let's, that this being was a two-hour Raw had been, it's like the first hour oh, was like, well, this is everything they yeah. announced for the show. What are they going to do with yeah. the rest of the show? Yeah, I know. I know. It was great. Um, let's talk about the the one feud that I am thoroughly on board with. Same. And, 100%. And I, this is no longer my bathroom break mania match. I don't know what. This Shane is Steve's Mc- presumptive personal main event, right? <laughs> it is. Absolutely it is. I hope this ends both nights and one and two. Um, I don't know what Shane's on, but I would like some. Because he came out, his heart beating so fast, uh, full of just pure, unmitigated arrogance, and essentially doesn't call Braun stupid to his face. He makes Braun figure out the obvious, that he's essentially calling him stupid to his face, but he's making him, this was brilliant if you think about it, he was making Braun feel stupid while 
calling him stupid in a way that goes over Braun's head because he is stupid as a character. There are so many levels here to what Shane is well, doing. Here's another thing too. It's 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 the way Shane was approaching, especially the second promo where he's coming out and he's like stumbling over his words, like I'm not sure I want to talk to you about this now. You know, when when you're in a situation where someone has information that you know that you don't, oh. how does that make you feel? Oh, you know how it makes me feel. Yeah, you personally have experienced that. So you, then you're like, "What is this? What do they got to tell me? Like yeah. what? What?" And you just you you feel like you feel sometimes it can make you feel a little stupid. Yeah, or like you don't want to work with a guy ever again. <laughs> well, you never express those feelings to me. But anyways, nah. Anyways, <laughs> um, that's um, a, that's a story for the patrons one day. So perhaps. it was it was like it was like uh. uh layers of attacks on Braun. Mm-hmm. It was, as you mentioned, as I mentioned, all layered together. Plus, it, people in chat, I, I was I was happy to see this before we started, our Twitch chat were saying, it's, 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 Braun wanted two things. He wanted Shane to not waste his time and not to call him stupid. Mm-hmm. Shane did both those things. <laughs> Intentionally, and I thought, yeah. brilliantly. Yeah. He was denying Braun access to information that was exclusive to Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might have felt, made Braun feel a little stupid. Yeah. Uh, Shane, for ex- extended stretch, was passive aggressively calling him stupid by saying other people have said these things. Mm-hmm. He fell off or fell from the ugly tree and hit every or the stupid tree and hit every every branch, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then finally, uh, uh, you know, when when uh, he tricked Braun into thinking that he had left the arena, he does to the camera to us, the audience, call him in fact stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought I, I I sort of got the hint. Like when you immediately just sort of say Shane McMahon, I usually think of you know the feuds that just sort of went on too long with him. But then I do remember that you know his stuff with the Miz and the Miz's dad was some of my favorite stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be when he's in this mode, he can be just purely entertaining. He could be a delight. Um, and uh, so I am I am looking forward to this. Because it's all just based off some weird <laughs> desire of Shane's to humiliate Braun by calling him stupid. It's great. It's just, this whole the whole the whole feud is just Shane thinks Braun is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Which is pretty great, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's just go ahead and because I want to put that in the thumbnail. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought Raw was really good. It's just there was nothing that was like overwhelmingly like needs to go into the thumbnail. And to be honest, a lot of people were talking about if they weren't talking about the New Day's amazing Mortal oh, Kombat inspired gear amazing. and Kofi saying "Get over here" to the great. scooter. That was awesome. They were talking about Shane McMahon and whatever he was on. That was um, great. So, uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and kick this off. Want to give a shout out to Levi Shapiro, who's in our yeah. chat right now. Hello, Levi. Throwing us a follow. Welcome, welcome to the yes, Friendoverse. Uh, so it kicked off with the Hurt Business backstage draped in gold. Uh, we got an interview with Bob Lashley and MVPs there. And he says, I'm a happy man. I've been through a lot, enough to break a normal man. But I'm not normal. I'm the almighty. 16 years, and it just the weight of it really seemed to be tangible. He said, 16 years dealing with backstage politics, busting my ass to get to this title. Last week, I punished Miz because he was trying to delay the inevitable. This week, I'm going to set an example of him. Right now is my time. No one's taking this away from me. And now I'm walking into mania as the almighty WWE champion. 
the almighty era has great. begun. It was great, great stuff. It was great. Uh, and so uh, that match, Miz versus Bob Lashley, open the show. Miz comes out first. He drops a long promo. Uh, he talks about standing there empty-handed because Lashley is a new champ. Uh, he asked John Morrison if he expected to get his ass handed to him by Lashley. The answer to that was yes, but did he expect to lose the title? The answer to, last, to that question is no. So Shane pulled the fast one on him. Uh, after everything is done for WWE, all the press interviews, all the you know radio shows, so on and so forth, year after year, he doesn't take vacations. He doesn't get injured. So when he says his body isn't feeling well, everyone should believe him. Mm. But you, us, he's talking to us, sitting on our couches, uh, you don't understand. He's a pro athlete. He had stomach cramps. Still, he went out there to defend his title. He got counted out and lost. Miz says, yes, champion advantage is shady. But he played to his advantage and outsmarted everyone. Bobby had his chance, and he blew it. His contract says he had to defend the title, but not twice in the same night. And yet, he was forced to do so. He was threatened that if he didn't defend his title, he'd be stripped of it, and that title would be given to Lashley. Uh, and then Shane made it a lumberjack match. So we can all agree that it's unfair, and it's unfair that Lashley brutalized him after the bell, and he suffers no repercussions because of it. He says, however, WWE did do one thing right. He gave his rematch tonight, and everybody out there that's tweeting and blogging, everybody who, everybody who celebrated Lashley's title win, he says, I want you to stay real close to your screens tonight because there's going to be a new hashtag, and it's going to be hashtag and new. Mm. And then Lashley came out, and he has, like, gold lightning that crashes <laughs> from yeah. the ceiling. It's like He's Thor. got an extended, like, pr- prelude to the Hurt Business theme. Yeah, uh, Lashley's, if this is any indication, Lashley's having that belt for a while. Dude, I'm telling you, man, he's peaking with Vince at the right time. That should be the goal of any WWE wrestler, to peak with Vince at the right time. Um, and I think he's doing that. Um, so, yeah, we got Miz versus Lashley. Miz, was be, due to the lack of Lumberjacks this week, Miz was able to extend his match this week a little bit longer. He was able to run away, be a bit more opportunistic without those Lumberjacks there. Uh, early on, he gets away from uh, Lashley, goes to the outside, runs into MVP. Uh, Lashley tries to grab him. Miz sort of cranks him off the ropes, but Lashley completely no-sells it. Uh, he ends up uh, sort of being the cause of Lashley posting his shoulder. Then he posts him on the outside. Uh, uh, Drew, uh, meanwhile, looks on at the TV backstage from the side uh, as Lashley starts to dismantle Miz. Uh, Miz misses an attack through the ropes to the outside. So Lashley puts him on his shoulders and does the thing where he rams his head into the, into the post and sort of flings him off. Uh, on the inside, Lashley hits a flat liner, then some ground and pound. One spine buster and a hurt lock later, Miz taps out uh, to, uh, to, to get Lashley that rematch. Pretty win. great. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. I'm really excited uh, to see what the future holds for WB champ Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was announced next that uh, WrestleMania tickets going on sale a week from tomorrow. No indication uh, yeah. about uh, capacity, anything mm-hmm. like that. So it'll be interesting to see. I assume the next couple days or a few days we'll start maybe hearing some information about uh, how many tickets might actually be on sale. Speaking that be of interesting. Speaking of peaking at the right time, something tells me they're gonna. It's gonna be a bit more than what we had originally suspected. Like all the, you know, there's so much. There's so much caveated good news <laughs> that they're going to just take as good news if you will probably probably we'll uh, see that. we'll see yeah 
uh, next Drew McIntyre interview. He, you know, this is in the same area where he was watching the match uh, to open the show. Uh, and you know, he's asked about being the presumptive challenger for the WWE title. And he's like, I'm the only challenger. And he said, here's the thing, Lashley. Yeah. He put his work in for 16 years, but rather than step up to me, he helped the Miz win and then beat the Miz for the title. I beat Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Where's your passion? Lashley. I know that you're huge and you're strong. So am I. And then Sheamus attacks Drew from behind, toss him around the backstage area for a bit. This was an interesting uh, statement from Sheamus. He says, I've been living in your shadow for 20 years. Like, Mm. Sheamus is a really highly decorated wrestler, and, like, for several years, Drew wasn't even in the company. Yeah, I saw in mod chat somebody, I think it was Rebecca, posted somebody made a Twitter meme of that. Where it's like Seamus, there's a great shot, like a promo shot of Seamus sitting in a throne with his King of the Ring uh, crown on. And like every, and he, I mean, he really is, like he's had a lot of gold. He's a a well-decorated, highly decorated WWE superstar, yes. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe in their personal life, given that they go back so far. Maybe be. people have always viewed Drew as the chosen one, if you will, and so he's always overlooked, even though he has all those accolades. Could be. Could be. That's entirely possible. Uh, we got a Rhea Ripley video package, and then quickly uh, Drew uh, walks up to Adam Pierce and pretty much demands a no-DQ match against Sheamus. That was good. Tonight. Pierce made me laugh tonight. Uh, especially dealing with Shane. It was funny. Um, he's got good chemistry with everybody, Pierce yeah, says. he does. So uh, after that, there's this bit where Braun runs into R-Truth backstage. R-Truth is trying to get that title back off of Bad Bunny, who he keeps on calling Bugs Bunny. Tries to recruit Braun to the process because he's making a really loose connection. He to needs his Space own Jam. monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so he's got a list of apologies for Braun. He reads some off. Braun just explains, "Look, man, I'm about to." Ask no, wait. What am I talking about? I am a monster. I'm going to demand Shane apologize to me. So Braun comes out. He says, "Shane, do you think I'm a joke? Are you laughing at me? After that joke last week, I think you are. I could snap your neck like a twig. Saying that, I know you could fire me on the spot. I'm not looking to be fired. I'm looking for respect. I'm not asking you to come out. I'm demanding." Shane comes out dancing. <laughs> He does this. I mean, it's his it's his intro. I get it. He does the thing, right? He does the dancing. Yeah. But you would think if he was really somber about this, he would come out as such. So, yeah. anyways, he gets in the ring and he steps directly to Braun, man he gets to man, right in Braun's face, right yeah. in his mug, and he just says, "I apologize," <laughs> and then he walks away. He sort of stops when he's like seventy five percent up the the ramp. Sort of turns around, uh, uh, and Braun's like, what the, what, what was that? And he's like, look, if you have something else to say, I'm right here, say it. So Shane's like, uh, mm, 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 mm. so he continues. Um, and then uh, backstage, uh, Sarah asks Shane, uh, did you have something else you wanted to say to Braun? And he just goes, maybe later. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's it. Uh, uh, then that, we got a pay-per-view oh, main event quality bout here between Sheamus boy. and Drew McIntyre. No DQ match. They beat the shit. The absolute shit out of each other. This was something else, man. This was absolutely... And this was... He, uh, Drew did the breakout during Sheamus' entrance, and it was just, man, 
This was just like 20 minutes of two big dudes just great. completely killing great. each other. It was great. awesome. Great. Just beating the hell out of each other, taking kendo sticks to each other. Uh, got body slams on ring stairs. People get rammed the ring post. Drew getting choke slammed onto the announce table. Table doesn't break. It was great. Uh, so uh, one point here. Let's get right here. Sheamus hits an air raid crash. It gets him a two count. He brings a chair into the ring. He's about to take a swing. Drew pops him. He hits a chair shot. Future shock on a chair. That gets him a two. He sets yeah. up for a claymore. And as he's charging Sheamus, Sheamus picks up the chair and throws it at him. And follows that with like a V trigger. Mm-hmm. That gets him a two. So mm-hmm. Sheamus puts the, the chair between two uh, turnbuckles in the corner. Tries to send Drew into it. Drew reverses that. Sends Sheamus into the chair. Hits a claymore. But that claymore sends Sheamus out of the ring. Uh, Drew gets out. Puts a minute. Sheamus just tumbles out again. So Drew follows, and Sheamus hits him with a bro kick on the floor. So Sheamus goes and picks up some ring steps. Drew comes to and does the same. They charge towards each other, hit each other with the ring steps at the same time, and they kind of like knock their heads into the ring steps. Yeah. So Sheamus just tumbles right there. Uh, uh, Drew kind of hurdles himself in the ring steps over the barricade, mm-hmm. and the ref goes and checks on both of them. And they are like, like neither of them responded to the ref, and so the ref yeah. called for the bell. Yeah. Which, based on the brutality of the match leading up to that moment, I bought in completely. Yeah. I knew in some way this was probably going to lead to a pay per view match, anyways. Mm-hmm. And they gave us an absolutely physical match that that I bought into the finish they had. So I did not mind the non finish whatsoever. How did the set? Isn't this how the seventh match of Sheamus versus Cesaro finished? Um, they did, there was no outcome to their best of seven, which yeah. was a brilliant finish. And they had an amazing run as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, I think Foley wasn't Foley the commissioner back then. And I he was so, like, yeah. Hey, you guys need to make, be a tag team. Yep. Otherwise you're going to kill each other. Yep. Um, this was great. This was absolutely great. And yeah, I totally bought the finish. I did not think that this was a cop out finish. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it would be great if Seamus could pick up some sort of win in this, this is probably as close as he's going to get because I think that it's going to be Drew going to Mania. It would be pretty cool if, assuming they, and that I would assume this could be the case, set up a match at Fastlane now between mm-hmm. these two. If they made it, if they up the stakes, made it a number one contender match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could do for, that uh, for uh, for Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, given that given that Roman versus Edge is going to be one on one, why not make this a triple threat? I mean, the thing what we thought it was going to be between Keith Lee, Sheamus, and 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 Drew, or at mm-hmm. least a possibility, make it mm-hmm. a Sheamus has done such great work. He really has. I he mean, really he has. really, he really, I, you know, I get it, man. It, it's 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 everybody has their place or whatever. But if a guy is putting this kind of work, like man, you know he can he can just add to the match. Mm-hmm. You know he can make it even better. Mm-hmm. Dude, three big dudes just killing each other. That's but three kinda, three huge dudes who can work. You know, and on, and on top of they that, why work. wouldn't why wouldn't they do it if if Lashley's peaking right now? You don't want to you don't want him to get a clean win over Drew because he's Drew. Have them, you know, give it a triple threat. Well, there's always the outside chance. I don't think it's going to happen. The outside chance that they do make the universal title a triple threat and have Daniel Bryan in there, so neither Edge or Roman has to eat a, eat a pin. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. Make them both triple threats. They're all worthy. How about this? Every Mania match, triple threat match. <laughs> I'm down. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, this is kind. Of, there's two extended recaps. I think tonight, my, if my memory serves, there's this 
Orton, the whole Orton Wyatt Bliss saga. And then later on, before the main event, they pretty much recapped most of Lashley and Miz from tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I kind of felt like this episode was fairly light on recaps. Another reason I was probably into it. There you go. Yeah. Um, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of filler. Kevin Patrick making his Raw debut. Yeah. Uh, interviews AJ Styles. AJ's like, hold on, I want to talk about this for Andy Orton thing. Uh, everything he's gone through. Uh, it says Orton burned the fiend to a crisp. Now he's haunted by him and Alexa Bliss. They're trying to tear him down bit by bit. Orton steps in, says, I must be missing the joke. Do you find it funny when a grown man had his mind messed with? And AJ goes, it's not funny. It's weak. Ouch. Yeah. And then Orton says, well, let's, let's test that out. See how weak I am. Take uh, Challenge you to a match. And AJ says, you know, Orton, you have some problems. You really don't need any more. Kind of looks over at a boss. Uh, he says, so I accept. Mm-hmm. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, After that, we uh, were announced for next week. New Day versus the Hurt Business tag title match. New Day come out dressed in these amazing, amazing. Sub Zero and Scorpion Mortal Kombat inspired great. Just gear. Great. Just looked beautiful. Uh, this was a match: Shelton Benjamin versus Xavier Woods. Uh, Shelton dominates most of this match till he gets distracted by Xavier Woods on the outside and gets his. Kofi. Ju- I'm sorry, by Kofi. by Kofi, and he's John Adam gets rolled up by Xavier uh, for three. Um, so, uh, so they sneak away with that win, but, uh, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to sneak away with next week's win. Don't believe so. Uh, after that, we have a Matt Riddle interview at gorilla position. Uh, he says retribution can play all the tricks they want. His focus is on slapjack tonight, but he's more worried about where to park his scooter. Cause he has a little mm-hmm. scooter with him. He says, I left it here last time. I got a ticket. But if I take it to ringside, Ali will just take it. Uh, as he's mentioning all that new day, come through the curtain. And he's like, hey, you guys down for some Call of Duty later? They're, they say, yeah. Um, and they say, well, after you beat up Slapjack. And then Riddle said, oh, his music hits. Can you watch my scooter? And they're like, heck yeah. And Kofi's all, get over here. He says, oh, get over here. <laughs> that was great. Great, great. So he goes out for his match against Slapjack. 
Then it was announced on NXT this Wednesday, Regal, William Regal, will have not one announcement, but two announcements to make, at least. That's for now. By Wednesday, there might be four, maybe even five. Maybe a baker's dozen. So one of the announcements is going to be Tuesdays. Well, there's three potential. There's... Uh, NXT women's, women's tag titles. Mm-hmm. There's a move to Tuesdays, Tuesdays, and there's rumors of a two-night takeover yeah, preceding right. WrestleMania. So there's yeah. three potential things. It could be. Yeah, they're all they, they're game changing. That's what yeah. he said. They're game changing. Yeah. Um, so uh, Riddle took on Slapjack next. Uh, Riddle is defending the U.S. title next week against Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match was. <laughs> This match was actually Shane Thorne's a good wrestler. You know, I wish he's a really good wrestler. He's a really good wrestler. This that is a really kick, good match. That drop kick he delivered was was insane. Did you see somebody post? I don't know if it was in our mod chat or not, but there was a drop kick that Jindrak gave. Oh yeah, where he's running down the ramp. No, I'm not even talking about oh. that one. I'm I'm talking about one where it was like it was in the ring. Body. Yeah, it was in the ring, but there was and I forget who it was, but there was a wrestler. On somebody's shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like they were playing a, a whatever in the pool, like, or whatever, like but, in the electric chair position. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he delivers a drop kick to the dude's head that was on top of the. That's it crazy. was insane. So I, I think I saw something on Twitter, and I think he caught it. Like the the video was really grainy, so I couldn't tell who was in it. And I, so, but he commented on it, so I thought it might have been him. Mm-hmm. But there's somebody that that sprints down the ramp, and maybe. I can't remember if it's a drop kick or a crossbody, but they're just like flying down the ramp and jump and like leap over the ropes. It's crazy. But it's one of those things where it's the ramp connected to the apron, not the floor. Yeah. It's still it pretty is, nuts. It is bizarre that, I mean, I, you know, you can't go wrong with Batista because I think it was Batista that was the guy that Jindrak was supposed to be in evolution instead mm-hmm. of Batista. And then it turned in. They even have like video of the, them walking, doing the evolution walk. It is weird that like he didn't stick around because he was pretty big in Japan, I think. Yeah, um, yeah he think. wrestled all over the place after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways, no, this is a hell of a match. Uh, Riddle got the fun. win with the bro Derek, but yeah, I mean, uh, Shane Thorne is a terrific wrestler. He is terrific. I, at one point, I think it's when uh, uh, Shane Thorne gets sent to the outside. Yeah, or he rolls out of the ring, and Ali's yelling at him, says, come on, I beat this guy single-handedly last week. Stop <laughs> embarrassing me. Yeah, yeah. And then he yells at he yells at Thorne. Ali does after the match. I'm stop mm-hmm. embarrassing him. Uh, here, I'll, here I'll take this because I know you really want to talk about this this extended Shane Braun thing. Yeah, so course. we get a quick bit backstage. Shane he's on the phone. Pierce walks in. He wants to know what Shane was going to tell Braun. And Shane's like, "Gosh, everybody's being so nosy tonight." And uh, he <laughs> says, "But you know, maybe there is something else I want to say to Braun. I want you to go tell Braun to meet me in the ring." Right. So then we have Braun comes to the ring. And then we've got uh, Shane. He shows up. Um, Shane was in the ring first. Shane was in the ring first dancing. Yes, that's right. That's right. So uh, Braun comes down with a head of steam. Shane calls for a new mic, but he goes down to the floor to test it out. He walks to like the foot of the ramp. He says, um, I should be talking to, Braun, to you, Braun. So I want to say it face. So I should say it face to face. And, uh, Shane starts talking. He just he's hemming and hawing so much. Uh, he says Braun's been out there talking about what's transpired, and it's turned me introspective. He said, "I had fun last week, and Braun should too." 
you know, sometimes I have fun at others' expense, and that's okay. So so long as it benefits me, and you know, one thing, one thing we have to get done. But then he walks down the bottom of the ramp and walks back up. <laughs> it's like he keeps resetting. One thing <clears throat> I need to come to an understanding with you. Um, <clears throat> uh, one thing I would never do is make you look stupid. I would never do that. Stupid is an aberrant word. You're, you're all upset about me. I can tell you're quite upset with me, Braun. I can tell that. One thing you may hear, one thing, one thing guys like you may hear is, and you might have heard this before, but not from me. Stupid is, a stupid does, big guy, little brain, this guy is stupid. You know, it's like the dinosaur thing. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's like the dinosaur thing. He said, not me, other people. I would never call you stupid. Braun. He stuttered his name. He looked at it. I would never call you stupid. Braun. And then he jets. He bolts out of there because Braun takes off. He says, Braun. That was amazing. That was so great. Yeah. So then backstage, we it was, see. It was. It, so, yeah, yeah. Fin, let's finish the scene and then we can. Okay, yeah, we can, yeah. We can dissect so, it. So backstage, Braun sees an SUV peeling out. You, me, and everybody else, including Braun, thinks it's Shane. Braun goes running off in some odd direction because he knows that he's lost Shane. And, uh, and then Shane shows up sort of right behind him. And he's like, and he just sort of waves and he turns to the back towards the camera and says, stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trolling the heck out of Braun. Just trolling. Oh, he said, But like when he was kind of like trying to find his words, you know, whenever that happens in wrestling, I assume someone forgot their lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, he was, he, he didn't know what he was supposed to be saying. So he takes a little walk up and down the ramp a little bit. Yeah. But then you start piecing together. As mentioned earlier, people in chat, those too. He's just wasting Braun's time. Yeah just wasting time just to piss off Braun just to just to anger him that it was, was pretty so, that was so great it was pretty well done the layers yeah. to it the w- layers by which he was trying to insult Braun mm-hmm. it was yeah. pretty great it was yeah. pretty great <laughs> uh next we had a women's tag title bout oh hold on tonight I'm sorry what? just real quick Mike Lucas has a great suggestion here was it right. Pierce in the car hmm Pierce was kind of in on it last week. I don't, I mean, given that Pierce got headbutted by Braun, I wouldn't put it past him to be in on this. No, but also, you know, yeah. Uh, so we had a women's tag title match. Uh, Naomi and Lana taking on Shayna and Nia. Uh, Reginald joined Shayna and Nia. Uh, Nia had a, a short little promo on their way of the ring to introduce Reginald. It says last Friday, Carmella fired him. Sasha slapped him in the face, but luckily for him, she says, I know my way around a fine glass of wine, so I brought him ringside for tonight's title match. <laughs> and Isn't he uh, cute? Yeah. And then I he, love it. It's, it's so condescending the way she says it. Isn't he cute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Shane is having none of it. Just no, she's, she's of just it. rolling her eyes the whole time. But yeah. Reginald p- p- uh, uh, pays dividends. He does. he does. Because Lana and Naomi have the advantage. Naomi's running the ropes. He grabs her ankle. Um, uh, 
Lana gets the tag back in, and Naomi turns around and grabs Reginald by his hair. Mm-hmm. Lana hits a baseball slide on him. However, Lana gets up, turns around. Nia splashes Lana into Naomi, knocking Naomi off the apron. Mm-hmm. Follows with that uh, kind of chokeslam powerbomb thing she's been doing late to get the win. This next part was great. Nia goes and picks up Reginald, puts him over her shoulder, and carries him up the ramp. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That was hilarious. Nia has quickly turned into like when when she doesn't get out of her wheelhouse in the ring, which we've all seen those scary moments when she keeps the wrestling simple. She is one of the most entertaining characters. in well, my I, estimation. I, I think she's found a she's found a way because f- for the longest time, her in ring trash talk has been really good. Yeah, it has been. But when she's been doing promo stuff, it always felt kind of stilted. Mm-hmm, yeah, she, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it could just be a repetition thing where on the mic she's got enough reps where she feels as comfortable talking in front of the mic as she was just trash talking in the ring because it feels mm-hmm. a lot more natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, after that, we had a Randy Orton interview. It says, uh, it sort of takes a scenic route here, but he says AJ might be worried about the Fiend and Alexa, but he needs to worry about the three most dangerous letters in wrestling: R, K, and O. Uh, after that, we had a Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke interview. This is kind of curious. Uh, yeah, they basically said, "Yeah, we're very serious about the tag titles. We've worked our butts off. We shouldn't be overlooked." And then in comes Charlotte, and she's like, "I always want a challenge were, too." I, they were talking about the Raw Women's title. They were talking about the tag titles. Oh, I thought they were talking about the tag titles because they're a tag team. Okay, never mind. Wow. All right. Well, that makes more sense why Charlotte was showing up. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was just like, "Oh, you guys are talking about gold? I want gold too." Uh, and so, yeah, she, she was she like, uh, said, yeah, I'm ambitious. I want you, I want you two to show me your bona fides essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Show me. You mean it. Okay. That's cool. Um, after that, we had an AJ Styles interview where, uh, he's asked, do you regret your comments earlier? Given that Orton challenged you to a match. And he's like, I didn't expect him to challenge me to a match. He's crazy. He's all messed up in the head. He needs to be focused on the fiend right now. Uh, and then for our main event match, we had AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. I had not noticed this before if they had done this. This is the first time we got a super close-up in 8K. On Randy Orton, they did this during his entrance, and it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. It looked so great. It looked like we were watching like a 70-millimeter movie. It was pretty great. Yeah. It was pretty great. Uh, Orton felt like he was working a little extra stiff, especially beginning on this match, which made sense because he was pissed at AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, fun match. Uh, went all over the ring, out to the floor a little bit. Uh, business picked up where it, uh, uh, Orton hits a draping DDT. He set up for an RKO. Amos pulls AJ out. The pink lights come up. Bliss, sitting in her summoning circle, show up on the Tron. She's winding a jack-in-a-box. Right before it, the, it's about to pop, she stops and says, not yet. And then she gets a match, lights it, blows it out, and then fire shoots out of three of the four ring posts. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's having pyro issues. Pyro yep, issues this week. Case uh, Orton throws up some uh, crude oil, some Blah. Texas tea, uh, and that allows AJ to hit a phenomenal forearm for the win. Uh, back to Bliss on the Tron. She is laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun match. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun match. Not going to get a bad one out of AJ and Randy. Nope. Nope. All nope. right. Uh, John Elite says, I do think tonight was the first time we saw the 8K close-ups. I wonder if they got some sort of new, because I've noticed that it's less shaky when they're they're panning with people, and I wonder if they got a new rig to, to a actually. A new gimbal or, or a steady cam or something. Something Could like be. that, yeah. Could be. Uh, 
They need an AK uh, Snorri cam. Maybe uh, Rage eight hundred one with the sub. Thank you. He's got a question too. Says so. Dak Prescott signed a four years, one hundred sixty million dollar deal with the Cowboys, one hundred twenty six million guaranteed, uh, wow. sixty six million signing bonus. Name one uh, men and women wrestler from WWE and AEW worth that much money. Um, Roman. Yeah, Roman. Um, and then on from the women's division, I would say Sasha, Becky, because Sasha was in the Mandalorian. She could have a whole Disney Plus series based True. on her character True. alone. Then, if that's the case, then Sasha uh, yeah. AEW. Oops, Jericho, because of his Mox. band. Mox, Mox is good too, yeah. If Jericho gets hired to do like a Bond theme from Fozzie, <laughs> that Bond money, what would be if what would be the name of that particular song? I just put you on the spot. Sorry. Can you? Can can you? I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't work in terms of the 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 syllables. We can change a Judas to James. Oh. <laughs> Double O, double O, double O seven on my mind. Yeah. Uh, Gareth gifting a sub to Levi Shapiro. Thank Good you, job, Gareth. Gareth. Thank you. Uh, EV gifting a couple subs to Sai Daku and Tom Pisano. Thank you, EV. Uh, Alex Foster is MVP. If MVP was your real life manager, what he, what could he lead you to? Quizlemania champion. It's really yeah, the only the only accolade that. I would like to achieve and yet feel so far away from achieving. Mm -hmm. But maybe uh, after 16 years of clawing and scratching. Maybe, maybe, maybe then you'll have your, uh, your story mm -hmm. come, come to fruition, Steve. Uh, Dylan, what color will LA Knight rock this week on NXT? We've seen red, we've seen blue. I mean, it's gotta be green, right? Or green purple. or gold. Or purple because red plus blue is purple. That would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Milkman Leche with the sub. Ten months. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Paul Lankick, where do you see the Drew Sheamus situation heading, particularly particularly in regards to the WWE Championship picture? I'd like to see a triple threat. I don't know what they're, they have planned. Um, yeah, I would imagine they're going to do some sort of... Number one but contender match. Paul here swing. also suggests a, a fatal four-way with Bobby, Drew, Sheamus, and The Miz. I find it hard to believe that Miz is making a good case for himself right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heck Tower with the sub. Thank you. David uh, Matushik. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, from David here. In light of Kevin Egan, what do they call him on the show? Kevin Patrick? Mm-hmm. Joining the WWE, what other play-by-play -play announcers in other sports should join? Mike Goldberg. Yeah. Now that Goldberg's gone, Mike Goldberg. Uh, Tony Romo. I want to hear it, see him uh, try to predict the moves before they happen. That's good. I like that. Like he'll call plays as they're lining up. Uh, EV gifting a sub to a hype, a, a hyped boss, a hyped, a boss. Also, uh, 300 bits from EV. Thank you very much. Uh, Moses supposes would have been better to have the fiend and Alexa disappear and then have Alexa pop up sporadically rather than ending 60% of the raws since TLC.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that would have been any better or not. I mean, I, I generally think that this... I like that they're extending out Bray's absence for mm-hmm. a while, but I feel like it needs to build a bit better. Yeah, it just kind of feels like you're having the same version of the same mm-hmm. thing happen as opposed to build upon, upon the next. We have a fourth potential huge announcement from Regal. According to John Elite, Regal could announce NXT Evolve on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, the Enforcer here with a question on the Patreon. He says, what viscosity do you think that motor oil was from Orton? Uh, like what I wonder, yeah, 10 weight, 30. Uh, I wonder if it was uh, synthetic or mm-hmm. not. I don't mm-hmm. know. I take my shit to Orangeville Tire. They take care of all that business for me. Yeah, I take it to the dealership. <laughs> Still under warranty. It was. Uh-huh. Uh, White Brownie on Raw Talk, Peyton Royce said she also wants to challenge Asuka at Mania. What if they have Asuka run the gauntlet at Mania? That would be interesting. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be a great moment for her? And then Charlotte comes out last and wins the title. <laughs> and then she rides off in her uh, shark. Uh, uh, <laughs> that Stone Cold game. Stone Cold, yeah. Hey, Charlotte, good job. Come on, let's get in my shark. 60 miles an hour. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, everybody's talking about that Peyton Royce thing. I'll have to watch it after the show. Yeah, I saw them. I think did someone put it in mod chat. I think somebody so. put it in mod chat. Yeah, mod yeah. chat's where I get all my information these days. Pretty much, virtually. Yeah. Isn't that research. crazy that Wayne and Rob got together? That was pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is a great question from Christopher Rappersod. What stipulation match will it be between Shane and Braun? This is a good question because there's a good chance that it would be a stipulation match. Maybe it's not even a match. Maybe they take an IQ test. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. Quick game of checkers. <laughs> there you go. They play Stratego. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Braun, I know you're not a chess man, so let's keep it simple for you, you dullard. Let's play some checkers. <laughs> <laughs> night by night, 30 years from now, while driving your electric hover car to a scheduled doctor's, appoint- doctor's appointment, Funky Cold Medina comes on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
yeah uh distracted <laughs> by the sick jams of tone loke you didn't notice the hover car in front of you stopped short and your vehicles collide the driver though clearly okay decides to sue you for damages <sighs> and a neck injury what now retired raw superstar do you hire as your private investigator proves that the driver is faking his ailments? Who's on the case? L.A. Knight looks like a private investigator from like a B-level like Skinamax movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a private investigator, but also he bangs a lot. <laughs> and it's like those movies, it was never like a really fulfilling porno, nor was it a fulfilling noir movie. <laughs> It's like why? Why does it exist? It didn't check. It didn't check any of the boxes. <laughs> it didn't check any of the boxes. But you get the guy. You get a guy that looks kind of like Eli Drake in there. You know, <laughs> banging away. You don't see any penetration. <laughs> of course not. It's on Cinemax. It's on Cinemax. Cinemax. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's a Cinemax movie. You can't see any of the unders. Mm-mm. You can't see nut. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> no nut. Uh, White Brownie says here, uh, with everyone wanting to challenge Oscar Mania, should WWE really consider doing a championship scramble? Something. Do a scramble. Do a gauntlet. Yeah, something. You got to do something. (laughs) Sondo. Sometimes you'd see beef. (laughs) Oh, damn it. No wood, though. Can't show wood. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know, I only say those things to crack you. I hope I you realize you that. I know. <laughs> and can I can I say also earlier when you were talking about keeping info away from people? That's not it. What you did to me, I will admit, was not as bad as me giving you COVID. Nope. So. Nope. So. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I can't believe I gave you COVID, like legitimately. Well, we can't say legitimately Dude, without a Dude, come on. At this point, at this point, you know it was COVID, man. The likelihood was pretty good because it was unlike anything I'd ever had before If in my I life. knew it was a deadly disease, I wouldn't have coughed on you. You still would have come into work, but you wouldn't have coughed on me. Yeah. Well, I did. If I knew it was, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have come into work. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> James' birthday tweet: Does Randy ask Rhea for help with Alexa since she clearly, in kayfabe, has no fear of Alexa? Yeah, I don't know. I, that'd be great if they would address that again, but they're not going to. I don't even yeah. know when Rhea's gonna. You know, it's probably gonna be post Mania at this point. Yeah. Uh, John Brown Inc. Do you think we will see Keith Lee before Mania? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what my username is here. Mentions the Peyton Royce promo on on uh, on Raw Talk. Uh, broken wheelchair. Oh. I had to put my German Shepherd down today. It was 13 years. It's been a rough day, but watching you guys is always entertaining. Hmm. Good news. My Aaron in Ontario finally got a stay-at-home order style lockdown today for the first time since Boxing Day. Did you say the German Shepherd was 13 years old? Mm-hmm. That's a long life. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, a, that's a long life for a dog like that, and it sounds mm-hmm. like you probably gave him a really good one. And at that age, they've done everything that they were meant to do. So, you know, you can't feel too bad about that. Know that they're in a better place. 
Luis Areza says, can I just put it out there? I hope Lashley's reign as champion is neither face nor heel. It's a, if you want my title, take it from my cold, dead hands. It'll fit his character more. As long as they give him really good stories, I'll be mm-hmm. really happy mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Burgerman, Larson, why do you always have a pen or marker with you? Uh, I have a lot of nervous energy. It's a bit of business. It's my little bit of business. One of my kids left this marker here. Somebody said something about a Keith Lee tweet tonight. Yeah, he said I I missed you as oh, more than you I miss missed you me. guys too. Just know that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Hmm, that's sad. All right. Anyways, we're gonna end on that note. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Impact is tomorrow at five Pacific. 8 Eastern, and of course, if you are a member of Friendo Club TV, we'll be doing uh, Power Rank tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, so hopefully we'll see you there. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.